Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This podcast is brought to you by Most Valuable Podcasts. Leading the league in podcasting entertainment. What's up, what's up? Real MVPs, Ricky Whitmer here, not with Mark Weber. And you might notice I'm in the same attire as a fast break as all of us are, as I'm joined It'd be by... be weird if we just changed shirts right now. <laughs> <It> wouldn't <be. laughs> I wouldn't fit into either of your shirts, so we wouldn't be able to do that. Oh, we were just talking all. about putting our, oh, like, our own about, clothes oh, okay. on. Yeah, I yeah. thought we were clothes. talking about like Chinese fire drill. No, we could have done shirts. that. Too. That's what I was I thinking. Think could, yeah, Dave and I we could, could trade. That. But those boys that you're hearing, uh, Sean Anderson. Dub them easy. And Dave Oster. Now I'm really confused. Uh, well, hey, everybody. Well, you can he, also dub the me's. No, I'm hey, everybody. He always dubs the Because that's my line from six years ago. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm saying I dub the me's because there's Cause an Mark's E in Sean and there's and an E in Anderson. You could do it in Dave and then Oster. That's true. Um, and I, I, gotta, I can, cannot. Even, although Mark's you know on IR right now, um, I got to fill in and you know mm. be the best I can. You know I got to run yeah. this offense like Nick Foles. Yeah, yeah, dub the me's. <laughs> you got to be uh, big dick Nick out there. Mm-hmm. Big Dick Sean. I'll actually get us some gold, it. too. I'm like, Mark. Yeah. Oh. But uh, this is the Onside Kick, our pro football podcast. I can say that now because we talk about the NFL and the AFL. And we got a jam-packed show. Mark's not here. Don't know the reason. I uh, didn't care to ask Mark. Uh, but, Mark, I hope you're doing well. Um, he said that he will be there Thursday, though, for too old the game. But got a jam-packed show for you guys. Going to be talking about some AB to the Cardinals, potentially. Going to be looking at some AFL or AAF football, AFL, AAF football, and then we'll wrap things up with the Giants. Could they be getting Russell Wilson at the end of this year? Before we get into everything, make sure to check out patreon.com backslash most valuable podcast. You can join us at the $10 tier and be on a podcast each and every month. You're at that tier. Before I get into it, what is so fun? Uh, now, I know, now I know what Sean feels like on the fast break. I made, I'm just enjoying this. I made an extremely insensitive joke okay. that I would feel horribly to say out loud. Don't say yep. it, um, it involves Jim yes. Beheim yes, and did. where Mark is. Yep. Um, well, that pretty much just says it all right there. Oh, I can't. I want to say the words. Yeah. Uh, Yep. And then Mark, uh, Dave, you're, Dave, yeah, just, you're okay. Dave just, Dave, yeah. I was just calling upon something from the fast break that I forgot to share with you guys mm-hmm. during the fast break. So, AB, yep. Cardinals, we'll get into that. Yeah. Um, so, there was NFL analyst Bill Barnwell suggested recently that, and I hope we're recording he didn't this just on suggest, He dropped a barn burner. He dropped a barn burner. Um, he basically said that the Cardinals could trade for An- Antonio Brown. I almost said Anthony Brown. Antonio Brown yeah. giving the Steelers not just Josh Rosen, but also a mid-round pick, like a fourth-round pick, freeing up to take Kyler Murray with the number one selection. I'm going to go to Sean first because when I asked who wanted to take it first, Sean said, I will. Mm-hmm. Sean, should the Steelers and the Cardinals make this deal to send A.B. to Arizona? 
Absolutely not from the stance of the Cardinals. I understand that people are super excited about Anthony, uh, Antonio Brown being available. Um, makes sense. He's one of the best wide receivers in my career, uh, in my life. Um, probably, you know, in top five of my life. Again, Jerry Rice is obviously number one, but I wasn't around for Jerry Rice. Um, I think Randy and T.O. would probably be at the top of that mm-hmm. class. Um, I just think that with his personality and trading away such a young quarterback would be a foolish mistake. And I understand the connections with Cliff uh, that Kyler does have, but Kyler isn't a for sure hit in this draft. Um, I am extremely worried about his size. I know people will bring up Russell Wilson. They'll bring up Drew Brees. Uh, you know, those guys have had more than extremely successful careers. Those guys are Hall of Famers already, um, especially Russell Wilson. I know he's extremely young. We'll talk about him a little bit later, but I think it'd be tough for him not to be a Hall of Famer. Um, Mm. I just look at Kyler, though, and I'm extremely worried about him being able to look over the the NFL line and be able mm-hmm. to make those reads. Um, I'm not saying he's not smart. He's clearly athletic. He can play two sports. Um, and players have made it done before. And I heard a stat that he's passing in Oklahoma. He was passing 85 percent of the time. Um, but when the defenders get bigger, when the offensive linemen get bigger, when the game speeds up, that is something that is going to worry me. And you can't scheme like you did in college. You can't be quicker with your reads like you were in college. Um, you know, Brady. You know, dissecting the offense. Obviously, I'm wearing a Brady shirt, uh, so I'm going to bring him up. Uh, <laughs> I dis- dissecting the offense and being able to get the ball out of his hands in 2.9 seconds mm-hmm. um, is something that is elite. Will Kyler be able to do that quick enough in the NFL? I have major concerns about that. And taking him number one, I think, would be a mistake. But then also trading Josh Rosen, who is so young, who I was so high on last year, I feel like would be misguided, especially bringing in someone in Antonio Brown, who isn't the best to bring a locker room together. Now, having Larry Fitzgerald in that locker room might also help, mm-hmm. but having a young uh, head coach in Cliff Kingsbury would be something that would worry me. What do you think, Dave? Oh, I'm all in on this move. I'm 110% <laughs> in. You make this move 10 times out of 10, Sean. If you're the Arizona Cardinals, you end up with one of the best wide receivers in football today on three-year contract, which obviously it's a lot of money. It's 22 mil, 18, 19 mil the following year. It's a lot of money. I get the hesitancy there for a player who has had some on the field and off the field uh, concerns. Yeah. But you also get the green light to take your guy, your dude, and Kyler Murray. And he is special. You, you already talked about, you know, the concerns is basically the vision, the height. Can he overcome that in the NFL? And not only that, too, yeah. like, can his body hold up taking NFL hits? That's true. I mean, he ha- he'll have to be incredibly smart with mm-hmm. his uh, run game because... He is a mobile quarterback, and he does like to peel out on guys, which is hilarious to watch in college because he will outrun every single defensive end. Mm-hmm. It's not even mm-hmm. funny. Which, I'll ask you, yeah. pop it in there for both of you. Of course. I asked Mark this last week. I'm going to ask you over-under yep. on two combine hits for Kyler Murray. Number one is his height. Over-under, five nine and a half. Under. When he's officially measured. Under. I'll say over. Is it with shoes? Is it with 13 inch? However, they measure at the combine. Um, which is, I will say he will be under. Okay. I will say 5'9". Because yeah, people are he saying 5'9 spot on. Everyone's saying 5'10, so that's why I put people the put line at 5'9 and a half. It, it's weird because in the last, it's been mm-hmm. the, what, month? They're like, yeah. no, 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 he's 5'10, he's not 5'9. Yeah. It's like, dude, mm-hmm. where did that come from? Uh, yeah, I was already 5'7. Exactly. There were people so. that were like, I'll be surprised if he's 5'. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if he's 5'8. I'm going to hope that it's a 5'10. The other one. Yep, bring it. The 40. Over under a four two forty. Does he get or over under a four three forty? Yeah, I was gonna say four three should he, be the best. Does he hit four two anything? He doesn't run it. 
That's okay. my thing. If he's not throwing, I don't think he's going to be running. You don't think he's going to run the 40? No, I think he's going to show up, and I think he's probably okay. going to do as little as possible. He's he will not, get weighed. He will get measured. Yeah. he's He will he's, answer some questions. Yeah, exactly. He is there to show his character and not his skills okay. uh, because he's made a clear decision to become an NFL player. He's going to do stuff at his pro day, but I don't think he's going to do stuff at if his If he runs it over under a 5-3, does he get four, to 5-3? The 4-3. That's, bra- that's Brady level. Does he, five, three. Does he get <laughs> to 4-2 does he get to four point two anything? No. I no. think I think he's a four three two guy. Mm-hmm. I think he he is just on the other half because four four two speed's insane. I'm sorry, that's just. I mean, Usain Bolt was like what he ran at Super Bowl week. He got like a four two four in flip flops. Yeah, in flip flops and capris. Yeah, um, yeah, I get it. I think <laughs> he's really fast. The he's fastest really is what Chris Johnson two point four point two eight. Uh, Chris Johnson, so. the fastest uh, automatically timed score, I believe. Yeah, yes. I would say I would say he's around the. There are f- rumors of Dion being a different level and someone yeah. else as well. I would mm-hmm. say four three and higher. Four okay. three one two four three seven. Yeah. Those are just two of the ones I know. I asked Mark popped in yeah. while you were giving what you were saying. Dude. No, no, that's fine. That's fine. It's good questions around him mm-hmm. as an athlete, though, because that's what he is. He is a special athlete. Not only mm-hmm. is he a gifted thrower, but he's also able to be that mobile pocket. Or that anti-pocket passer. He Mm -hmm. is mobile. He's able to get out in space and create, which changes for me. You know, when you come up with the concerns about height, he changes the line of play because he's able to readjust himself to a different position. He gets out in space, and that line is no longer lined up where it's just a brick wall in front of you. You have those gaps. You have that Mm -hmm. space, and you have that vision to make things happen. And I think that's what makes him uh, completely viable to me. Like I don't look at the height as a huge concern because I think that he will be able to put himself in a position, whether it's deeper drops or he'll be able to get out to one side or the other to the point where that's not going to be a concern, where you're going to see a lot of ball, a lot of balls doinked off. A, of lot, the of ball. a lot of balls. A lot of balls. A lot of balls doinked off the back of guys' helmets. <laughs> one of the tallest quarterbacks in the league yep. uh, in Jacksonville. I can't remember his name. Um, like Bortles. Bortles. He has, I think, the highest amount of passes batted down at the line of scrimmage, and he's one of the biggest yep. guys. Mm-hmm. So it, it's throwing motion for me, and mm-hmm. Kyler Murray has a clean throwing motion. Well, and for me, I, I'm going well, to say I agree with you. Just to bring that up real you. quick, I mean, you can even look at the Colts-Chiefs playoff mm-hmm. game, and, I mean, Chris Jones was batting everything that Andrew yeah. Luck was throwing down. Yeah. Well, well, if we're talking about they just the, put up an arm. And, and if we're talking about some of the cleanest throwing motions ever. He's not the cleanest. I, I, well, Luck has got... Yeah, great motions. Yeah, so now well, luck was the prodigy, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and like I would say, I agree with Sean, but for a different reason. Okay, let's hear it. If I'm the Cardinals, I don't want Antonio Brown, and the reason why I say that is you have Cliff Kingsbury coming in. I don't know if Kingsbury can handle the ego of AB. I don't know if he could do it because let's be honest, Tomlin. Kind of controlled it, but towards the end, like, no, he hasn't. That's what I'm saying, Dave. He's kind of controlled it by letting AB. I think he's done a fine job. By letting AB do his own thing. And it's like the Tomlin culture has fit Mm AB until right now. I just don't think that AB fits the culture that you'd want to build with the Cardinals. I get he's miraculous wide receiver talent and he would make that team better. I just feel like you have a. Younger, like you have a coach that's been dealing with college kids coming in. You have a young guy at your quarterback that you can mold. You have the consummate veteran in Larry Fitzgerald coming back for his final year. You have guys like Christian Kirk on this team that are still young. Why would like would adding a B create a volatile situation in Arizona 
That's what I would wonder. I think the big like, and I don't want to write off that the the Cardinals shouldn't do this. I think that if if the Cardinals believe that their guy is Kyler Murray and that you know they can expend Josh Rosen and the Steelers would be interested in that offer and you get An- Antonio Brown to help Kyler Murray, like yes, it would be a, a good addition mm-hmm. if that's the direction mm-hmm. you want mm-hmm. to go. I'm just disagreeing with the direction. And some people might bring up the fact that I brought up the youth of Josh Rosen. Yeah. They're, and I mean, him and Kyler Murray are very similar age. Uh, Kyler Murray was born August 7th, 1997. He's a little bit older than me. Uh, and Josh Rosen uh, was born February 10th, 1997. So, like, the difference is not too drastic. No. They're both mm-hmm. going to be 22 at the start of the year. Um, so it's really going to come down to who is who do you think is going to be the better, better NFL pro? Mm-hmm. And Antonio Bryant, as, as talented as he is, how long can Antonio he hold Brown. up? What is that? He's a Bryant. Oh, my bad. Antonio Brown, how long can he hold up as a wide receiver? Because mm-hmm. he is 31, but he's also on the smaller side of, yep. uh, of wide receivers. So is he going to still be in his prime mm-hmm. come the end of this contract? Because Larry Fitzgerald, one of the you know more miraculous players that we've seen in the past couple of years, he has still been efficient, yeah. but he hasn't been the Larry Fitzgerald that we've seen. And that just happens naturally with wide receivers. They mm-hmm. take so much damage. They're catching 100 balls a game. They're getting or 100 balls a, a, a season. A season yeah. They're getting hit every single game on every single catch pretty much. Um, I just think with his size, his his maybe possible lack of work ethic um, and, you know, his diva mentality, would that take away from his ability to be productive for the Cardinals where Josh Rosen, if he is the better quarterback, we've seen time and time again, that is more helpful to your franchise, mm-hmm. having a franchise quarterback that can be there for a very long time. And you have Rosen still under contract. Now, the big thing will be if you draft Murray, you can yeah. just re-up that and get him for longer. But if you think mm-hmm. Rosen's going to be the better quarterback and, you know, Kyler might not bolt to the MLB. I think you might just stick with Rose. Well, and that's the thing, Dave, I'm going to throw to you. We yeah. were kind of talking before the podcast. One of my biggest things is I've had conversations with Brandon because Brandon, as soon as Kingsbury got the Arizona job, was like, trade Josh Rose and take Kyler Murray. Because he, Brandon did, would say he that. doesn't think that Josh Rosen's going to do well after yeah. one year in the NFL. Where I'm sitting there going, did you realize this team and how bad that offensive line was? And how this offense, like, they had a head coach that was a defensive mind that didn't set them up in the right mind offensively and, like, shouldn't have even gotten that job in he my mind. He wasn't even a good coach. Exactly. Yeah, that was, like, like, I was calling for him to get fired, like, with five weeks left in the season, it seemed. They fired their offensive coordinator midway through the season, brought in Byron Leftwich. Exactly. <laughs> what, to you, like, it? this team is not something where it's like, Kyler Murray can't just step in and, boom, that's the saving fix. They gotta fix this offense. Well, I <laughs> think Kyler Murray would be a step in the right direction to fix this offense because Josh Rosen was more of a typical or a prototypical mm-hmm. quarterback from yeah. an NFL build. He's got good size. He's got good uh, vision on the field. The one thing that I, I just think that would open them up is adding in someone who has that mobility buys that offensive line some some time. It gives mm-hmm. them the ability to kind of cover up for that deficiency. Because if your quarterback's mobile, yes, there's a good chance he will get hit more. Actually, there's not a good chance. It's a great chance he will get hit more. Mm-hmm. That's just from a statistical point of view. If you look at the Russell Wilson, the Cam Newtons, any of these guys who tend to run, you're, you're going to get hit more. But if those offensive lines aren't as well-polished or as cohesive as they need to be, having a mobile quarterback is a godsend for them. So mm-hmm. I think that I would absolutely agree with Brandon that going in the direction of go with Kyler Murray, get someone who has that it factor to him. I know he's not the perfect mold of what you want as a quarterback. That is similar to what Josh Rosen could mm-hmm. be. And I remember last year we talked a lot about Josh Rosen uh, in, in that top group of quarterbacks and why I think Sean and I, we both agreed on him being 
uh, the better option. Uh, but over mm-hmm. like a Darnold. Uh, right? I don't know if it was, it was Darnold. It was um guy who went to the Buffalo Bills. Like, uh, Josh, Josh Allen. Allen. Josh Allen. Yeah, we both liked him more than Allen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I was. I think I, don't, I hate saying this. I believe I said Josh yeah, Rosen was the best here, quarterback yeah. uh, well, in and, the draft. I, and I, most I think people I thought that, it was the most pro ready coming right. out too. Mm-hmm. And I, that's that's the thing is he he is what people expect mm-hmm. out of a quarterback. And the problem is this Cardinals team doesn't have the pieces around him. To protect him. Well, and the biggest thing that I want to bring up, too, and you, we talk about the, the pieces that aren't around him. The mm-hmm. pieces, I think, are around him to make a jump next year. Because, I mean, we look at— You're talking about Cardinals as is. Yeah, Cardinals okay. as is. I mean, you have a reliable weapon in Larry Fitzgerald. He's mm-hmm. he not a, a stud anymore, but he's still a top 30 wide receiver. Mm-hmm. You have a fantastic running back, David Johnson, who's now going to be fully healthy after an, an injured year. You have Christian Kirk, who's a newly drafted uh, wide receiver, who showed potential in his first year. And now you finally have an offensive minded coach that can help you out and draw up schemes and help you read the offense quicker. And Josh Rosen already is a very smart quarterback yes, yeah. that can already i think you know read uh offenses fairly well and having kingsbury who can draft you know draw up uh i you know place where these guys can get open easier i think that's going to uh Im- you know Im- impede the ability for uh, or, uh not impede uh but you know exceed the ability for josh rosen to mm-hmm. become a better quarterback and the biggest thing that we keep seeing um for these young quarterbacks that you know might not have a great first year is that once they get an offensive quarterback or offensive minded head coach that they can take that next step and yeah. we're going to look in the past 3 year or 3 years Jared Goff, Josh Rosen, Mitchell Trubisky all did not have good years but they all had defensive minded coaches that were either old or too young. Jeff Fisher, uh John Fox and then uh Steve Wilkes. You look at Jared Goff, uh completion percentage 54.6% as rookie year, Josh Rosen 55.2, Mitch 59.4. Uh Josh threw for the most yards, uh, but he also played for the uh, most amount of games, 2,278, uh, compared to Goff's 1089 and Mitch's 2,193. Um, Josh threw the most touchdowns, again, through uh, uh, uh what's it called, uh, games played, but he threw 11, Mitch threw 7, uh, Goff threw 5. Uh, Goff had 7 interceptions, uh, Rosen had 14, Mitch had 7. They all had pretty much mm-hmm. uh, one-to-one touchdown-interception ratios or uh, even, uh, you know, more interceptions, two touchdowns. Yeah. Uh, and then also the ratings. I mean, Mitch had a 77.5 quarterback rating. Josh had a 66.7. And Goff had a 63.6. Like, we can't write them off after one I'm year. I'm not saying Especially a 22-year-old. No, I'm just saying. Like, but think about like the Brandon. value. I'm saying like a guy oh, like okay. Brandon. Okay. I'm mm-hmm. just saying, think about the value, though. You're, you're trading basically, you know, someone who, like you said, you are going to hope makes that jump. From being, you know, underutilized as a quarterback, mm-hmm. and, and you know, then the game speed will kind of slow down for him in that year or two, hopefully with the better support staff. But you're trading him away to get one of the best wide receivers in football and one of the most explosive weapons in college football, and Kyler Murray, and a fourth round pick, rumored. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that is a great haul for him. You get someone else's problem child who comes in happy. He gets to work with one of the legendary wide receivers in NFL history. Yeah. And, a guy that they know too. They've been working out. Oh together. yeah, absolutely. So I think that like you kind of calm that storm that was Antonio Brown's frustration mm-hmm. from Pittsburgh because think about it. His big thing in Pittsburgh was, yeah. "You paid me great. I'm happy. Why won't you throw me the damn ball now?" Mm-hmm. And he he was instantly replaced by Juju Smith Schuster yes. this year. It was there was a very clear shift in direction mm-hmm. of that team. And I think that on this Cardinals team. You would not have to, that problem to, because he has different weapons around. To well, counter Larry Fitzgerald to, is only coming back for the one year, I believe. Exactly. And to counter that, though, 
the big thing with Antonio Brown was he was getting double teamed so much that mm-hmm. Juju was more open. So Ben was just making decisions to hit the open guy. Yeah. And you look at it, I think uh, Brown had more yards per reception than Juju did. Um, I think he had more yards in general. I think Juju had more receptions. But I also think Antonio led the team in touchdown receptions. So, I mean, it wasn't like Antonio was not being used. No, but he, was he just, could have done more is a scary thing. I, I, I think I, he was underutilized on that mm-hmm. team. I disagree with that because he was still putting up similar numbers. His numbers took a drop off, but that was also because teams started to focus in on him more, which allowed Juju to be a better wide receiver. I think that's the way that that offense was supposed to work. And I, I don't think it was uh, you know, a, a really pointed criticism from Antonio Brown uh, going towards the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think just looking at what the Steelers, uh, I mean, the Steelers should obviously trade Antonio Brown. I don't think they have a choice. Um, <laughs> but with the Cardinals is, I mean, a big thing with Antonio Brown is he's consistently won. Like mm-hmm. this team is, you know, they've made the playoffs for most of the years that Antonio Brown's, Brown's yeah. been in Pittsburgh. Uh, I know they didn't make it last year. Uh, they're usually around a 10 win to 12 win to 13 win team. Uh, but, you know, this is a Cardinal team that if this defense doesn't step up, Cliff Kingsbury is so inexperienced and they start losing. I don't think that's going to call him his problems because I think, you know, if he's not getting the ball enough, well, we're not winning enough. Like I think it, mm-hmm. and there's always going to be a problem with Antonio Brown. He's always going to find something. That's just how these guys work. Here. The only time, the only time that I, I did not see Randy Moss complaining was when he caught 23 touchdowns and they went to the Super Bowl. <laughs> so, and but same the, with it's not like Antonio Brown had publicly spoken out about problems before yes, about did. a year and a half ago. Uh-huh. I would say that was the line in the sand. It was... It when was his contract started nearing up, it ramped up. Pre-Antonio... Like, hey, or, pay me. And then they paid him. Yeah. And then he realized what I think what that happened. might be a little mm-hmm. more fair. Yeah. So I'm just saying, like, it, it's not like he was always a problem child. No. I think this was an issue I mean, with the Steelers organization. He's a seventh-round pick that worked his ass off. Yeah, he's, he's, he's an amazing story. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Here's the thing I want to throw, and this is kind of what I want to end with, is with this coming out, and of course nothing from – this isn't from the Steelers because they could ask for more if they want to. Let's use this as the base. Josh Rosen is and a fourth for AB. I got two other teams that could easily be like, hey – we will get into the running mm-hmm. because we have backup quarterbacks that we could give you as well. Yeah. I want to throw two teams at you in potential deals. You guys let me think of the to me the Cardinals might be the best because Rosen's got more flexibility contract wise. But the first one's the Colts. They've got Jacoby Brissett mm-hmm. behind Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck proved, hey, you know what? No the injury is not injuring me. We don't need Jacoby we need Brissett. Guarantee. They could move Jacoby. His only thing is he's an unrestricted free agent after this year. Mm-hmm. They could offer Jacoby a pick. You also have the San Francisco 49ers who, mm-hmm. yes, no, they have Nick Mullins, Nick Mullins, but they Nick could offer him and maybe King a third no. or him a fourth and a future pick you because are... to me, the, like to me, those two teams might be better fits than the Cardinals for AB. Ricky, I love you, but those those – Trade ideas are horrible. The, he, by far, the best trade package for the Steelers is it's Josh the Rosen. Yeah, they've got not the even future. close. Got Nick, the, Nick Mullins it's got more stability. Nick Mullins it. barely proved that he could be a passable quarterback. I mean, stats with one are, of the stats are similar to with, Josh Rosen. With one, of, but I'm saying you're you're talking about Nick Mullins with a fantastic offensive mind in mm-hmm. Kyle Shanahan, and you're looking at Jacoby Brissett, who is a backup, and and he's been nothing more. And the, the we everyone looks at that Houston Texas game. Bill Belichick. Catered that offense for Jacoby Brissett to do, to, to do well. I'm not saying Jacoby can't be a, a good backup, but I, I think that's all he is. If I'm the Steelers, 
I am not looking for a quarterback of the future. Well, they also got I'm, Mason Rudolph that they drafted yeah, last year. Yeah, I'm, I'm I mean, you have Ben. You have Juju. I'm but, losing Antonio Brown. I need more help. I'm losing Le'Veon Bell. I know James Conner mm-hmm. was there and did a fantastic job, but like, I, you need more talent. And Josh Rosen, I think, is the only quarterback that you can go out and trade for um, because he is so young. He is, you know, on a very cheap deal. Mm-hmm. You can work and build him up to be your next franchise quarterback. But Nick, guys like Nick Mullins, Jacoby Brissett, you're selling too short on Antonio Brown. I would be looking for teams that I could pick swap with. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm the Niners, I'm not going at him for Nick Mullins. I'm going like, hey, I will we'll, we'll pick swap first. I'll give you Antonio Brown and then like, you know, a, another pick, like a third or a fourth. Like I, I think that's the deal you need to make. You need to so go like out a and team get like young Buffalo talent. that might need a wide receiver that you can jump into yeah, the I, ninth I, pick or like the Redskins where hey, you need a wide receiver, we can jump up to fifteen. You need I I think that's not the Redskins move, but yes, mm-hmm. I think that's something that you need to do and need to look at is what teams can offer you the ability to move up and add young talent, especially with guys like uh, the kid from uh, LSU, uh, who's the linebacker, Devin White. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, with his speed and ability, like. You know, we saw what Ryan Shazier did in, in Pittsburgh. We know Pittsburgh's ability to build up linebackers. If they were able to get into position to take him and try to replace, uh, you know, Ryan Shazier with a guy like Devin White, yeah. I know he's a little bit of a, a project. Uh, Brett Coleman put out some uh, a video about him breaking him down. Um, mm-hmm. It was fantastic telling you about the ceiling that this kid could hit. Like that would be a guy that I think would make sense for for the Steelers. I just think the Steelers, if you're looking for a trade partner, the Cardinals can offer you Josh Rosen, but I don't even know if that's the best they can offer you uh, mm-hmm. because even then, you could offer you the first round pick or the number no one overall pick. They shouldn't. Well, they shouldn't. And, they and shouldn't. he does make a fair but, point, though, Dave, that like Josh Rosen is a fourth. I first saw that and was like, is that what the Steelers are going to want? Aren't they going to want more? Like, I thought they would want a first or a second. I think if Antonio was on picks. a cheaper deal, it would be. More, but yeah, but it's, it's 22, deal. 18, yeah. 19. I mean, that's a lot of money. No, what, I think what goes into your thoughts? Rosen absolutely is the best. Uh, the talent you mentioned, I think Brissett is a stopgap quarterback, like he can be a quarterback at the professional level. He's got good size to him, he has a decent arm. Uh, obviously, he's been a backup for some uh, very, very talented guys, mm-hmm. but. The, the problem is I don't know that given the reins to run with the team for a full year, like we, we saw a little bit of that experiment already with the Colts, and I didn't mm-hmm. love it. But, you know, if there's a team that can make guys work in an offense, it's Pittsburgh. I just think that Rosen's the guy. He's the successor to Ben Roethlisberger's throne. The will-he-won't-he-retire game for the last two years, and again this year. And it's like, dude, I get it. But, like, this franchise needs to move on, and whether it is well, Mason and Rudolph, they've already made that decision with Le'Veon. They said we're not going to franchise tag Le'Veon. Exactly. So I think that's the big question: is you know, if you've got Mason Rudolph, you know, it's better than having one potential future guy, two, mm-hmm. Get and two. just you know, throw as much shit at the wall and see what sticks. Exactly. Basically. It's qu- quarterbacks are not a science because quarterbacks another... are finding the right fit mm-hmm. for your guy, for your team, for your system. Like, there's so much that goes into that. That's why guys like Tom Brady. The, the shirt that you're wearing right now, <laughs> mm-hmm. were able to succeed when mm-hmm. teams overlooked him. But look, he got put into the best position to succeed. Yeah. Ben Roethlisberger. It was also luck, too. I mean, yeah. absolutely yeah. luck involved. But like Ben Roethlisberger was a guy who came in and like he had an instant success mm-hmm. in the NFL. 11 straight wins to start his career, I believe. Yep. I and mean, he was a monster mm-hmm. role. Um, I just think that Josh Rosen's a guy where if he was put into that system, that's like the Steelers. I can see why they would want him. Like Sean mm-hmm. said, that year two jump. That's exactly what I'd be looking for. It's like, look, Ben's had some health concerns. He's definitely got some drive concerns. Mm-hmm. Let's get the guy. Who's definitely got some character good. concerns. Definitely. As well. Oh my yeah. god, there's 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 a lot of concerns with that man. So I would go for a guy who is exactly what I want. He can mm-hmm. be a clean cut 
professional quarterback, no issues. Uh, smart kid has a drive. He's shown the drive. He has a thirst for more knowledge about the game. Absolutely all in on that. And that's why, for me, I feel like I wouldn't make this move if I was the Cardinals. I wouldn't because I would keep Josh Rosen, see what he can do here. I'll go ahead and get Quinn and Williams or Nick Bosa with my first pick, whichever one I want to use to bolster up my defense. Uh, final hot take because I don't think I've been hot enough, uh, okay. which is uh, sarcasm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> why hasn't Mike Tomlin been fired yet? Thank you. I've Thank been you. saying I've been on that boat for like two years. I've now. been saying it for four years. This guy has Mark lost. Mark has been two, annoyed every time he's I been bring lost. Up. He's been lost. He's lost two stars. Thank now. you. Um, he is supposed to be a defensive genius, but where is Pittsburgh's defense can't been beat Bill for the Belichick. past four years? He can't beat anybody. He he <laughs> fucking was missed the playoffs with James Conner, Big Big Ben. He I mean he lost to the Ravens who were throwing out Lamar Jackson. For yeah, Christ's sakes. I think like, that's the egregious mark is losing to that Ravens team. Like, Honestly, I want to give credit to the Ravens because yeah. they had a game plan and they stuck with it and people were just and they made the, this they is made the, the switch. This is the laziest team I've ever seen <laughs> in NFL history. They have stars that do not want to play. The guys with talent do not want to play. The guys, the only fucker that wants to play on that team is Juju. Like, I mean, honestly. <laughs> but they, he also they, wants to stream. And James Conner. And James Conner. That's right. Um, he stepped in. He but he makes some questionable Juju, hair choices. Juju be streaming as well. That, <laughs> that first haircut to start the season was weird. I forgot about that. Um, but yeah, I just think Mike Tomlin needs to get the can. He's, yeah, he's, I'm the same way. He's like Lovey Smith, but like with a beard. With well, a darker beard. Okay, Lovey's like, so Lovey's cheerful, got a beard though. too. I feel like Tomlin's intimidating at times. <laughs> and that man gets. Yeah, Tomlin's My chest back. gets tight when he talks sometimes. But this is where you guys come in. Let us know what you guys think down below. Do you think Mike Tomlin needs to be fired? And also, what would you do if you were the Cardinals or the Steelers? Steelers, what are you asking for? Cardinals, do you make the move? Do you get rid of Josh Rosen to bring in Kyler Murray? And A.B., obviously. Yes. Let us know what you think in the comments. But, guys, let's move on into our next segment. And we're talking a little bit about the AAF recording this. So this is going to come out, like, I believe this one will be regular scheduled. So okay. it will be Thursday. Cool. But so we're, we're missing all this the AAF content. I yeah. am throwing it out right now. Uh, there's one game right now that has been played today. Yep. It is the Salt Lake Stallions beat the Arizona Hot Shots 23-15. We are getting ready for my Memphis Express going up against the Orlando Apollo. I'm they, buying in, Sean. They're going to get their ass yeah, rolled. We've won, yeah. lost two games straight. Well, here's my thing is I was, I was going to pick the Express, too. Mm-hmm. Um, but, oh, my God, I am jumping off that bandwagon as quick as possible. I, you know what? I, I can't mean, be called a bandwagoner because— good, Yes, and I'm in on it. I, I cannot be called I a— I said I will, and I'm going. I can't be called a bandwagoner because it's mm-hmm. literally just started. I don't care. I need to find my team. Yeah. Uh, do not want to do the Memphis Express. I think Mike Singletary and Christian Hackenberg should have been a way clear, clearer sign that this team was going to be much worse. Yeah. Uh, but they've been bad. I'm loving Spurrier. They've been fun. Which team yes. is Spurrier? Uh, Apollos. That's right. That's right, the team they're going up against. But, I mean— the one that I can't root for, for all good reason, is the Birmingham Iron. Why not? Just, I'm not a fan of like that team. I'm not a fan of that like just the the boring black and silver. It just reminds Luis, me of like the Steelers or Alabama. Luis Perez has been a really like surprising mm-hmm. uh, talent so far. I was, yeah. I've been shocked at how good he's been. But what we're talking about with the AAF is apparently there have been two names in kind of uh, the rumor mill for yeah. the AAF yeah, to reach out. Apparently, first off, Mark was telling me I didn't hear this, but Mark did. That apparently the league didn't have enough money to pay its players, so it needed an emergency um, investment from a uh, investor to keep going. So there's that. Well, so. what I heard is 
one of the original investors pulled out, mm-hmm. and then and they the needed Mets, somebody. Okay. And the owner of the Hurricanes actually stepped in. With oh, okay. A, a quarter of a billion dollar. Okay. Because uh, good fund. guy. Yeah. From what I heard from Mark was Mark was like, yeah, they couldn't play their players, which just sounded bad. But apparently, the AAF reached out to uh, Colin Kaepernick and Tim Tebow, and their names have been thrown out. I think Cap has given a hard no. Right now, I mean, uh, but I I, I didn't hear a hard no. I heard a more of a f you. Here is what (laughs) I am going to ask you. We're not asking will they, won't they. Yeah, we're asking should they. So, Dave, I'm going to ask you, Colin Kaepernick, Tim Tebow, should they be interested? Should they join the AAF? Absolutely. This is the exciting sport. This is the up and coming sport. It's the new hot. The exciting sport where the big hits matter. Well, well, here's the the big hits do matter. They come, and I'm just terrified for some of these. Boom. Um. Yes. Great movie, by the way. Yes. Great movie. movie? Here comes the boom with Kevin James. (laughs) No, fuck that. No. (laughs) As a fan of MMA, I'm never watching that. I had to pause that just so I could get out. I think my but, brain shut off when you brought that up. But, but go ahead, Dave. But no, okay. So in all seriousness, baseball's boring. Tim Tebow mm. would be amazing in the AAF. Baseball's boring. Is it not? I was. Yeah, no, it's, it is. It's Thank not, you. It's not. Thank you. Uh, you said it's not it's boring? It's not. Oh, it totally is. It's not. It's incredibly boring. It's the longest sport. Nobody cares about it for three of its... However many months it takes mm-hmm. to complete a season. Well, we're starting now, and it goes until October. Yeah, so six. Way too many. <laughs> so people care for about a month and a half. Mm-hmm. When, when your sport has that little, you know, you know, NBA goes from October to May, right? June. June. Finals are in June. Okay, that's literally that NBA is, is season round. That's bitch. eight season months. round. Eight months. Well, and round. I care every single day. Every single day. Uh, sorry. Let's, let's actually wrangle this in. <laughs> We're getting sidetracked here. Kaepernick, Tebow, Tebow should they join the Tebow, AAF? absolutely yes. Because mm-hmm. he was something that was unique. He was a lightning rod for the sport. Obviously, he, he put his faith first. And people were very uh, divisive were, on that. Some were turned off on it. Yeah. Some were People were very divisive about home. that. But the thing that made it special was his love for the game. The fact that he went out there, he was able to do what he loved. And he had fun doing it, and I think he was a great leader in the locker room. Everybody mm-hmm. loved working with him, playing with him. So if he came back to a sport where if that was his first love. Baseball's great now. Don't get me wrong. He's able to hit some dingers, but he's he's not going to cut it as a professional baseball player, but he could be a professional AAF player, which would be even cooler in my mind. Colin Kaepernick, also a lightning rod, very different reasons, but he has the talent. He should be in the NFL. There's no, no mm-hmm. argument there. The NFL just paid him money because... There was collusion around the fact that no one would sign him. Yeah. So, but that one, uh, due to the relationship with the NFL and the AAF, mm-hmm. I don't know that he ever would go there. But if he did go there, he would instantly be their star. He would, oh, without a doubt. He he was a special player when he had last played. He would instantly mm. be a star in the league. I absolutely love the potential of him. Cohen to the What AAF. do you think, Sean? I don't know if he was a star player when he last played. I didn't say a star when he last played. I said a great player when he last played. That is even more of a stretch. Really? I thought his last time on the 49ers, not before they no. sat him, but like when he actually played. Well, like I mean, like when he first started his career, he was insane. Yeah. Uh, Ron Jaworski was calling him the greatest quarterback of all time. After I remember like that. Four games. <laughs> um, but no, he, he got benched uh, like midway through the I season. I feel like that was a little, um, little he was He was not like... It was... It was probably a mix of politics. I will not write that yeah. off. Um, but I think the majority, I mean, he wasn't great. Like, he should be a backup quarterback in the NFL, without a doubt. He has that talent. Um, but I don't know if he should be a starter. Mm, um, okay. 
uh, or if he would be a starter, if we're just going, I think there, I if, think if, if we're taking, guys that if we're taking the poli- him. if we're taking the politics out of it, yes, um, which is hard to do in Kaepernick's situation, absolutely. Um, yes. I think that he would probably be competing for a starting job. I just don't know if he'd get one. Okay. Um, I think for both of them, they should not do it. Um, my biggest thing with Tebow is, um, he could totally revitalize his uh, NFL career, but we've seen everything that I think we could have uh, out of mm-hmm. Tim uh, Tebow's football career. Like he's a fantastic college quarterback. Um, he was, you know, one of the most insane players to watch when when he was in Florida. Um, yeah. He had the great moment in the NFL with uh, the Denver Broncos. I just don't think there's anything else he can add on to his football legacy, mm-hmm. right? If he goes in, plays well at the AFF, that's awesome. But like, he's still not an NFL quarterback, and that that does ha- carry a lot of weight. Mm-hmm. All these guys in the AFF are trying to be NFL quarterbacks. I think that door is closed on Tim Tebow being an NFL quarterback again. So I don't think he should. And I think his baseball career, while it isn't anything spectacular, I think it's better than anyone would have thought. I mean, right last year in double A, uh, hit 273 uh, on base percentage of 336, uh, slugging percentage under 400. Not great, but I mean, again, for a guy who has not played baseball in so long, pretty impressive for a 30 year old. Mm-hmm. And I think if he does have that opportunity at some point, if the Mets do trail off late in the season, and they do call him up, and him making it in, if he's able to hit a home run, I mean, like, talk about the movie ending this guy's going to have. Apple. Yeah, like, literally. <laughs> if he's in City Field, apple. goes deep, dead center, mm-hmm. he's, and hits, and fuck, if it's a he's walk-off. He's got the power, too. If it's a walk-off, yeah. You I mean, just wrote a Disney movie. What if it's a, it's, his life is already a Disney movie. Yeah. I bet he has fucking Bambi walking around. He's He's got the whole, like, clean look. At, <laughs> he's uh, got Dumbo it, in his Yeah, the Tim Tebow boxers, or uh, boxer briefs, right? Yeah, he's got, he's got, he's so got, that's like how cut. So that's how he came back and won that year in Florida. He had the genie and the lamp. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a different him. motion. No, he the was genie. <laughs> yeah, I got that. I was from the genie last night. I'm hold it up here then. I just think with oh, Tebow again, like, in this room way too. You long. look, you look at like his 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 spotlight in the media. Mm-hmm. Great college quarterback was doubted, and then everyone's like, "What the fuck? This guy's a first round pick." Uh-huh. Uh, and then he has that moment uh, in in. Uh, in Denver, where he wins the playoff game, and then he, you know, <laughs> has, a, has a, yeah, he kind of has a falling out in the NFL. And he just didn't really, you know, land out, just pan out in the mm. Eagles or the the Patriots. Um, and then going back and trying in a different sport and actually making it and having a a, a big moment in in the MLB, I think would be actually absolutely huge uh, compared to the AAF because no matter how big football is, the NFL is number one. And then baseball, NBA, NHL are behind it. AAF is not that level. It is football, and, but it's not to that level where it means as much. And you're if you're hitting, hitting an MLB home run, that is big. If you're scoring a touchdown on the AAF, it's not as big well, as an MLB And home you're run. hitting on a big point to where how I see it in terms of Tebow and Cap yeah. means nothing. to them. Like the AAF means nothing to them. Yeah. Getting Tebow and Cap means everything to the AAF. Because Correct. here's the problem, and this is kind of the crux of this conversation, is my problem with the AAF, and I get it's supposed to be like a developmental league. Yeah. And it might be hard to get us to care about these players right now, but I feel like the AAF need at least a Tebow or at least a Kaepernick type of player to bring guys into it. Because, like, if I'm going and I'm using our lads because they've got the depth chart for the AAF teams, I'm going to go with just the starting quarterbacks coming into this week. For the Atlanta Legends, we've got Matt Sims as their starting quarterback. Backing him up is Aaron Murray, um, played for Georgia. Then for Birmingham, you've got Luis Perez as their starting quarterback. For the Express, Christian Hackenberg. All right, people know who he is. Mm -hmm. For the, what team is this? This is the Apollos. Your boy, you liked him when uh, he was coming out of uh, 
I want to say it was SMU, I believe. Uh, remember Garrett Gilbert? Did? I do. Yeah, he was in Texas the, Tech. Or no, he wasn't Texas. He was a he smaller was Texas school. Texas transfer, I think. Was he? Okay, he was that's right. I'll look it up. Um, then you have Philip Nelson for the San Diego Fleet. You've got for the um, Commanders. Um, let's see, Logan Woodside is your Commanders Price. quarterback. You've got Josh Woodrum for the Stallions. And then you have John Walford for the Hot Shots. Most of these names, no one's going to know. Like Tech, that's their problem right now is that nobody knows most of the names in this yeah, league. Yeah, Gilbert started at Texas and then transferred to SMU. Um, okay. it's it's a big point that you're hitting on that nobody. There's not that brand name. But at if the they brand bring position. in like a Tim Tebow, Cap, I don't yeah. think they're going to bring in. But if they bring in a Tim Tebow. That could change. I think what it does is it legitimizes the AF. Mm-hmm. To be honest with you, it's a developmental league, so it should be guys who need a shot, who need yeah. that spotlight on them. Um, if there was but a right thing, now, they might need that I, one guy to bring eyes well, to. Him. I think what it would be would be like, and I, I know this, this isn't going to happen because he's going to be signed by an NFL team. But mm-hmm. if Teddy Bridgewater's injury was more dramatic, like that would he be the guy to, the to you know, put him in a situation where he can work his way mm-hmm. back. And if he came in and lit up the AF, that would be big. Mm-hmm. But a guy like Colin Kaepernick, he's had his NFL career. Yeah. And what does he need to prove football-wise? Nothing. Nothing. He's trying to do something political. And mm-hmm. all power to him. I'm not yeah. trying to yeah. bash that. But his his mindset right now is you know building up that political mindset. And if he goes in and, and you know start, restarts his football career, which I think he'd be fine doing, um, I think the then biggest you know, thing— you know there'll be people that'll spin it negatively, too. Well, like, he's taking well, jobs away from no, people. I and it's like it's that at all. Why? My point, no. my why? point why? is— Like, why even you're spin take, it you're, that way? I mean, no, it, I, I don't think anyone's going to spin it that way. My thing would just be it, is if he comes in and doesn't perform, mm-hmm. then people take it as— See, it, I told People so. attack it. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, he's a bum, he, his, his, mm-hmm. his position doesn't matter. I think it would—it it might possibly— Delegitimize his position if yeah. he doesn't play well, because um, he hasn't played football in the past two years. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I think that's that, that's a risk he runs. He has nothing to prove from a football yeah. standpoint, um, and all of his his gains will come politically. If he's able to get back in the NFL, which he won't be, um, then that will be able to prove his point that he is talented enough mm-hmm. to make it there. The AAF is not going to provide him Whereas that platform. Tebow, if he feels like, hey, I'm never going to get to the Mets, could be like, hey. I like playing football. Let me go and play I, I football think that's thing. before I age out. I think it's a passion for Tebow. That's where it's different. Like, I think the Mets thing could be interesting, and it 100% could happen. But will like, he get to the major leagues and get that chance but what, to talk but what, about? It's an attraction. I mean, outside, yeah. The Mets need some attention if they're doing bad in the season. Absolutely, mm-hmm. there's a chance in, in a year or two he gets called up and he gets that storybook ending like Sean sold. Outside of, you know, the ability of just wanting to play football, mm-hmm. what does Tim Tebow need to do to his football career? What, oh, what, I mean, no, there's no it, it, we're saying Pat he, he still wants to play own. the game yeah, before I, he can't anymore. I just don't he gets think. Too old. I yeah. think he, his passion right now is baseball, and I think if but if, he was if pushed that, into it, that's he, the difference. He was not he was there. Were, it was basically like you're you're washed up in football. Nobody wants you around. I yeah, had, he had, he had like, a fine job at ESPN. I had the same, still does. I had the same conversation with Mark on the yeah. podcast last week, where and I believe the same thing, Dave. Is if the AAF was around when Tim Tebow. Was 100%. in the NFL, he would have never went to baseball. He would have been that's in the fine. AAF. That's fine. I'm just saying he was not pushed into baseball. He took his time from NFL mm-hmm. to baseball. He had a had a passion that well, developed. Dave for, saying to, pushed to, to, to is re- like there was no development. There was no opportunity for him to continue playing football. And he that, did not want to go international fine. and play in Canada. Mm-hmm. So he went and stayed. And that's yeah. an argument that that could happen if if it was 2016, the AFF happened yeah. for sure without a doubt. Yeah. It's also a short term gig too. 
Think I, about it. The AF is not yeah. a full season. It's not a you know year round yeah, season. They're done in I want to say April. No, right. yeah, April is when I their season ends. Just don't think that Tebow can add anything to his football legacy, and it would just be worth. It would it would be a waste of his time to be honest with you. Because but if it, you go, is if it, it a waste if you enjoy your time spent? No, I say no. That's the argument. Like I get you from no, a legacy standpoint. We put these people on pedestals. He's also going to be a dad soon. And we he talk just about got married. Legacy so much. He's going to be a dad soon. Probably he just got married. Like I I don't think. Football would be a smart choice for him because he's mm. going to be older. He's going to be slower. He's not going to be the same quarterback. Like, go play baseball. You're having fun. Like, you know, if you can make it to the LB, that's a huge thing for you. Quality of life, man. He's traveling around on buses in double A. Like, mm. I, I don't know if that's yeah. what I don't get and my excitement. Se- and, from and the second he's done with that, like, he's on ESPN doing college game right. day and but has would you a ton spend of money. Four months playing football, the game that you love. Would you rather. And then going on ESPN? You're, you're still playing in the same level of competition. You're still traveling on shitty transportation. Like, nah. the transportation doesn't get better at the AAF. They do. They do. They, they actually have flights. They actually fly. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because they're not flight. Oh, you're well, getting a that's coach because flight. they only have a game a week because they're not a shitty 162 game, way too fucking long season. Okay. The day against baseball. spring training is or uh, minor leagues is shorter than 162. I know. Um, I know. I just... But even then, it's like <laughs> Dave's you're, like, I just, you're, you're, you're not going to be staying. In the, I'm just taking every shot I can. You're not going to be staying in professional hotels in the AAF. Like you're you're playing in Salt Lake City. Like you're not There's playing some fine hotels in Salt Lake City. It's a good town. Can we on this topic? He's being a dick. <laughs> Am I wrong? Are you demanding? I don't know. Salt I've never City? been to Salt Lake City. Is it a second class you know, city to you? Do you know what? You know where? I've been there. You know I spent time there. Why? Because I went on a vacation out west. <laughs> With who? His My family. family. You, you just you guys went to Salt Lake City. We went to Colorado and we passed through Salt Lake City. How? Stayed a couple nights there. Because you got a loop. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm I'm bad at I'm bad at geography. I am pretty sure hey, that yeah. Colorado is above Utah, and I think you Ricky, can just go straight map. west. I, am, I, am, I, am. I think you, you can go straight map. west to Denver. Uh, so from here, here. here's a map of the United States. Yeah, uh, we're gonna we're gonna see Colorado, Colorado becomes before Utah. So you had Utah. you made the decision yeah. to go to Utah. Correct. You did not have to pass through Utah. Correct. That's a dumb idea. Your family had a dumb <laughs> vacation. You know what's not in the top 20 vacation destinations in the U.S.? Salt Lake City well, for a good reason. Is that, the same, is we that went... the same vacation where you saw the WCW guys? Yes, it okay. was. And that was in Salt Lake City. I thought so. I actually saw Carl Malone and Dennis Rodman during the WCW that's, days. That's pretty sick. Uh, see, yeah, wasn't a waste now, Sean? So the thing was, we, we yeah, left. Dennis Rodman's cool. I see Dennis Rodman just go to a Pearl Jam concert. We left oh. Illinois, and we went all the way over Colorado, Utah, and then Idaho, Montana, Ugh. and then South Dakota, or Wyoming, South Dakota, and we kind of zigzagged our way back. That sucks. I'm sorry. It was a fun time. I love I love road trips. Point being, point being, don't disrespect Salt Lake City. <laughs> Tim Tebow. That's, that's what we're taking away. Should <laughs> should should Colin Kaepernick and Tim Tebow play in the AF? Don't disrespect Salt See, Lake City. That's I'll, the takeaway. I'll end it with this. My problem right now. Who do you play for? Orlando. Who? If Tebow signed Orlando, right? Tebow. Do they maintain his college rights since he played in Florida? Know, probably. I think that's a whole big thing with <laughs> I AF. Know. I mean, I mean probably want to go play. He probably want to go play out. with Spurrier. I'm um, guessing that'd be interesting. That would be. Awesome, too. Here's my two problems with the AAF right now. Sure. Um, no names right now, and of course we got to get used to these names. Yep. And two, I feel like the defenses are way too strong and the offenses are not that good, um, which might level out through years, but they need a big name. That's what I think. They need at least one but to draw some attention I think because I want the AAF to be successful. I, I do. I do, too, and I, I, I don't want to say Because I, I like football. Um, I just think yeah. that, like, you like, – it's a developmental league. It's mm-hmm. not a professional league. So, of course, the names aren't going to be huge because mm-hmm. it's developmental. And, yes, there are 
guys it's like Tim Tebow, Colin Kaepernick. Well, that's the thing. It's got that special factor that well, basketball's developmental league is going during yeah. the season. Mm-hmm. The AAF is after, so yeah. you get a hundred percent focus on this product, and I think mm-hmm. that's what could. That's where. You know, it's a developmental league, but it's also got people's attention. Yeah. So, and, and I think there's going to be opportunities for guys like Tim Tebow. Like, there's going to be guys that come out again, like Troy Smith as well, like former Heisman guys yeah. that, you know, just don't make it because they're not big enough. Like, Kyler might have been that guy, but obviously mm-hmm. Kyler's more talented. Kyler's and, a stud. Uh, he's more athletic <laughs> than Tim Tebow was. Uh, so I think, like, you know, there's going to be opportunities to find those guys that come out of college. Um, and, you know, I mean, obviously the USFL did that as well. They were able to get, like, Steve Young, Bo Jackson. Uh, they Jim Kelly, like their their names yeah. came out and became Hall of Famers out of the USFL. Um, so the the blueprints there, I just don't think it needs to be. Let's go out and get a brand name already. Mm-hmm. I think you need to find a name that is young and still fits the mo of this uh, league, and that's being a developmental league. Well, Rooting for the underdogs, even better. <laughs> well, this is where you guys come in. Let us know what you think down below in the comment section. Should Tim Tebow, should Colin Kaepernick join the AAF? Let us know what you're thinking down below. But, guys, let's dive into our last topic. And what we are looking at is kind of a dual topic here with the Giants of two things. First off, there was not really news, but Colin Cowherd this week. Um, I'm going to read it exactly just how this article has it because it always makes me laugh. Sure. How they word things. Thanks to sports media personality Colin Cowherd on his talk show earlier this week, the FS1 host said that Wilson's wife, singer and entertainer Sierra, would prefer to live in New York according to a rumor he heard in the entertainment agent world. Here's the question I want to ask you guys is – of course, we know no truth to this. I don't know Sierra Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. You don't know Sierra Russell Wilson, unless that's what you do on your free time. Yeah, no, she's actually my best you friend. Go, uh, I say Russell Wilson's Sierra. a dear, dear friend of mine. <laughs> yeah, me, dear, me dear Ariana Grande, and uh, Russell Wilson hanging out. Here's mm. the thing I want to ask you, and I proposed this because of this. So Russell Wilson's contract ends at the end of the year. Yep. That means he's a free agent. Much of the talk has been, oh, should the Giants trade for him? I say no, don't do that. Should the Giants with their sixth pick not go quarterback, either go with a wide receiver or tackle to help their offense, or trade with a team who might be wanting to trade up for one of the quarterbacks and go all in on Russell Wilson after the 2019 season? What would you guys think? I think that if you are the New York Giants, I think not taking a quarterback this year would be extremely misguided. Um, Eli Manning is done pretty much. I know he's the face of your franchise. He's won you two Super Bowls. He's a he's he's a, a, an important name in New York Giant history. After you didn't take Sam Darnold last year, yeah, I think you cannot do that again. I, uh, there's no Saquon Barkley to mm-hmm. to to take uh, mm-hmm. to to make up for your mistakes. There is not a guy um, that is going to be able to change your franchise on the defensive end like a quarterback could. Unless um, like a Quinn and Williams or something. If someone falls. falls, I still think that. Again, we're talking when we talk about like best players in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Aaron Donald might be number one, but people are going to look back more on Tom Brady's impact mm-hmm. or you know uh, Patrick well, Mahomes' yeah, impact. That's the thing yeah. is, is it, you need you need, you need that to, franchise yeah. changer. Yep. And I think passing that up would be extremely misguided because even if you do sign Russell Wilson, uh, you know next year you can always move him. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I don't think that where Sierra wants to live is too extremely important because Russell Wilson is going to be a multimillionaire after he signs this deal. Sierra has is extremely successful on her own yeah, right. If she wants to live in New York, I mean they can have a place in New York and you know it's going to be tough to do that throughout the season, 
But during the offseason, you can live in New York. There's ways around it. I personally do not think this is as big of a story as even, it's going to be made even, out to Even be. in February when Russell Wilson's at spring training in Arizona? <laughs> well, he plays for, he plays for the New York uh, uh, Yankees. So yeah, but there you go. he spends the time in Arizona. He's only yeah. in spring yeah. training. I, I think that uh, you're you're not too far off of the truth there, Sean. Except for the fact that I do believe her her voice has some weight. He's he's about. I'm to not get saying la- it doesn't have weight. He's I'm about to get lalaed. Yeah. No. Yes. <laughs> he's gonna get lalaed. His choice is not his own. Mello was from New York. Yeah. <laughs> I think that made it a little bit easier. I think it did. I think Mello also wanted Mello's to play time in college, growing up in New York. I get it. I get it. But I just think that you know the opinion of someone who you're spending the rest of your life with, your family. And the time you spend, like you said, you can have multiple houses. You can have places everywhere around the world. It doesn't matter. But where are you going to spend that time? And because he's an NFL player, he already has X months of the year spoken for. Yeah. So if that means that during your off days, you can't come home and spend time with your family, that's a big deal. Because the Mm -hmm. NFL, you're basically practicing, you know, six days a week for one game. And, you know, you get a couple hours a, a couple hours a day. Of private God time. forbid it's a road game and you're traveling. True. I think that those home hours do matter a lot. And I think that if if he is a family man, there's a good chance her opinion will fall into well, I mean, make up something. The of last thing I want to say yeah. is that he we wouldn't take her opinion in. I think I think for sure oh, it does. Okay. Um I'm just saying I, I don't think that's the end all be all. Because okay. I mean you can see right now, I mean, look at Tom Brady. A, a person who uh, his wife Giselle is I think more famous than uh Sierra. Absolutely. Uh, with her uh, you know International and global, global. Sierra uh, fans are going to get angry, but well, she's well, she, richer than Tom Brady. Yeah, her, just not even her, her international global global presence is huge, and yeah. I think that you know I don't think Giselle's you know main place she wants to live is the Greater Massachusetts area. <laughs> um, I think she'd probably want to be in New York, where she's closer to the modeling industry. She might want to even be back home in Brazil. Uh, like I don't know where Giselle wants to live, but I think there's probably been her. conversations. Uh, but again, like that, that that when you marry somebody, you know what. What their yeah, job I mean, entails, and that yeah. that that goes both ways for I Russell agree. Wilson, and Sierra, and Sierra's career, um, and Russell Wilson's career, and same with Giselle and Tom. Um, I just think that again, this is something that you need to talk about as, as as a couple, but I don't think it's going to be the end all be all for Russell Wilson making this decision. And hey, Colin knows Russell Wilson; he's very yeah, actually very much in the loop. Yeah, in in the loop, they have interviews. Uh, all the time on the herd, but I just do not think like that is going to be the end all be all and more Russell Wilson plays in 2019. Do you think it's a risk? Or 2020. Uh, yeah. Do you think it's a risk if they take Dwayne Haskins at six and they still want Russell Wilson the yes. following year? Do you think that they could flip Dwayne Haskins if they ever wanted to move? They could, but here's what I'm thinking. And for the Giants, yeah. after I heard this, like yep. the Colin Cowherd, I actually watched the segment. And thanks, thanks I, for the did you watch? Well, I went the like I. It's like a light bulb went off in my head, yeah. and I went, "Huh? They don't need to take a quarterback. Like, why not do what the 49ers did, where mm-hmm. it's like, hey, we're not going to take Mitch Trubisky. We're going to let someone trade up for him. Like, they could because look at this team. Like this team, their top three needs according to NFL.com are quarterback, O line, and D line. Yeah. So first off, if you're thinking, hey, we got a good shot to get Russell Wilson. There's number one right there. At six, let's say they don't trade. At six, if I'm just looking at our mock drafts for Mark and I this mm-hmm. past go-around 4.0, I had my top offensive tackles were at seven and nine. Jonah Williams, Juwan Taylor can take either of them at six if you like them. Also, if you want to go D-line, you could go with a 
inside presence like Ed Oliver. Mm-hmm. You can go with an outside presence like Montez Sweat. You can even go Christian, Christian Wilkins. Like you have there are so guys you can go. Top. Or if you think like Wilkins, oh, you're trading back. Oh, let me trade with a team like the Redskins. Get a future first potentially or a future second. And then go back and get a defensive player and not have to take that quarterback. Also, you can look at it this way. And this is one thing I believe is if you are bad this year and have a top five pick, if not the number one pick in the draft, because free agency happens before the draft, let's say you strike out with Russell Wilson. Let's say he stays in Seattle. Let's say he goes to his hometown and says, I want to be a Bengal because he's from Cincinnati. I don't know who, who would ever say that. <laughs> let's say you strike out with Russell Wilson. Guess who's hey, available guess in the draft? To a tongue of Viola. Yeah. And I'd rather have him than Kyler Murray or Dwayne Haskins. That's actually, I mean, that's actually interesting, Rick. I think you might be on something. I think it is something to go at, like to think about for sure. Yeah. Um, I just think with I, right. Because it's, it's a long game, too. You've got the Eagles that are competitive. You've got the Cowboys that are competitive. You give them another year of their contracts getting towards the end. Eventually, right. the Cowboys are going to have to pay Dak, which is going to take a big and hold Zeke. of their money. Mm-hmm. they got to figure out what they're going to do with Amari Cooper, too. Carson like, will come up at some point Exactly. The like, it takes a year of, okay, we're going to let your contracts get a year older. As long as they older. can keep OBJ and Saquon. That's the I mean, thing they, is, is when will they, they get too upset? Because yeah. I mean they're locked Another in. Year of they're locked scene. in. I don't so. think Saquon will. It's OBJ that's the question. Yeah. I mean, but if you're looking at like you said, it's it's a long term thing. If you mm. look at next year like a throwaway he, year. Because Eli's got one year left. He's got yeah. this year and he's done. If it's just a throwaway year and I'm gonna be guaranteed either Russell Wilson or Tua, mm-hmm. I'll be honest, I'm one I'm in that minority probably who's gonna be like, fuck it. Go 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 play a shitty season. I don't care. Like I will, I will take one bad season for yeah, but it hasn't, seven been, a, but it hasn't been one bad season. That's the thing. It's like yeah, the Giants have not been two. good. Well, um, they had two years ago, right? Two years ago, they were a decent team. They well, what they this year they're sixth. Last year they're mm. second. Um, who did they take the year prior? Was it? Uh, I'm looking it up. I'm looking at their season. Was that the season. Eli Apple year? Was it? Were they thirteenth? So they finished last year. They were five and eleven. Then three and thirteen. Twenty sixteen. They were eleven and five. Yeah. Lost in the mm-hmm. wild card to the Packers. I remember yeah, like, that day because I got my TV that day. Yeah, yeah. I just think that, that, was, that another was that another year, and then you have to question the coach too. I think like you, you can't just it, losing just losing to lose is not really but explainable. These People decisions. need. We live in the tanking era. Not in the NFL. Uh, there, there's still consequences for. Bit. There's still con- there's more consequences for tanking in the NFL than there are in the NBA. I mean, it's not as easy to do as in the NBA, but there. But are it's also easier to explain. It's also mm-hmm. easier to get the number one pick, even if you're the sixth team. You have yeah. a chance of being the number one pick. Mm-hmm. Not happening in the NFL. Well, and I mean, OB- and also one player can change a franchise in the NBA. Mm-hmm. One player does not change the franchise, but you can unless it's a quarterback. You, but you can, mm-hmm. it, but it doesn't change the franchise. Mm-hmm. It, it it makes it easier to change the franchise. Uh, agree to disagree. And that's where the- do you disagree with that? I think that one player absolutely changes the franchise in the NFL. Like, like you get the Aaron, right quarterback. Okay, has Aaron Rodgers made Green Bay Packers a playoff team in the past two years? I mean, that's, play, that's, play, that's play probably not been healthy. That's it's, probably the most interesting one because I know Marcus thrown out numerous times that Andrew like, Luck, what Andrew Luck being healthy has done to the NFL's Colts. They've been a good team when he's healthy. Yes, health I'm, is always the thing. But like, I'm, you're I'm picking just, on these injured guys. No, but I'm just saying that, of course, it's the most important. Yeah. The, it's the most important, but like, 
Andrew Luck has not always gone to the playoffs every single year. Sure. Aaron Rodgers has not gone to the playoffs every single year. No, even it's when not healthy, a guarantee. But, even when healthy. But Peyton Manning was not winning playoff games when healthy. Like, not he, he having to answer the question of who our quarterback, quarterback is for the next seven years oh, guaranteed. Huge. Massive. But 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 then why wouldn't you want to answer that question earlier than later? If you what if because even if you answer that and say Haskins isn't our guy after one year, you might still be in the position to take Tua. You might be, but the problem is then you basically wasted last year's opportunity for a guy that I know there's a lot of people who really love Dwayne Haskins. The dude has a cannon for an arm, mm-hmm. amazing college uh, run. I just I look at someone a year out. I mean, maybe I'm always just grass is always greener in college. I just look at two and I'm like, the man's delivered everything you could possibly want from a college quarterback. And I there there's no better prospect that I've seen in the last I don't know six years than him. Well, then why not just I'm, wait one more year for Trevor Lawrence because he's even better than Tua. Is he? Yeah, Trevor there's, Lawrence is a fucking there's stud. The, there's rumors that good, Trevor but... Lawrence might be better. But like I feel rumors. like that's too long. Rumors. There's tape, brother. No, no look at the year. tape. Let, let's see two more years. He just, was like, he was really. Good. I'm just saying. I was a, a big Trevor right. Lawrence doubter because I was like, how good is this kid? And then was. you saw those last two but games I, and you're like, oh, this kid's I, really good. I don't know if yeah. the really Giants are waiting good. that long. But here's the thing: where I will throw out about Andrew Luck. Wait, sure. no, my, my, that's, a, that's, wait, wait. That, let me just throw this out. Counter argument is you can always wait. He's a bad example because if you're saying like they don't always make the playoffs, the only year. That Andrew Luck didn't make the playoffs was when he went eight and seven in 2016. In between his two injured seasons, every other year they've been a playoff team mm-hmm. with Andrew Luck. Okay. So I mean, and who knows if Tua's going to be that? Like but, Tua could bust. We okay, don't know. But to um, even go after that, like when they didn't have, like they mm-hmm. made the playoffs of Peyton Manning, then Peyton got injured. They put in Curtis Painter. They were two and fourteen. They got Andrew Luck. They're a playoff team. Mm-hmm. Like yes, it can change a franchise, but that yeah. team also hasn't won a Super Bowl it, since 2006. And it also goes to the effect of like what Dave brought up. They could say, hey, at six, we're going to take Dwayne Haskins. Mm-hmm. You're going to sit behind Eli. Um, if Eli gets hurt if or Eli is, gets hurt, is you underperforming, come in. but let's say next year, Eli. let's say next year they sign Russell Wilson. Yeah. Then at that point, they could say, all right, who wants Dwayne Haskins? Aren't you not then taking down his trade value of letting him sit because then teams are going to question, well, what's his actual talent level if he hasn't played and you're starting garbage Eli Manning over him? You I mean that's a still, decision they have yeah. to make? You're not going to get mean, your money back on the sixth overall pick for him, but I think that you could you can still get, get a one. Yeah. yeah. You that's could so get hot. a one for yeah, him. I know. Like my, my legs have like melted to this chair. Like, But I feel like you could get a first-round pick for him. Yeah. Um, at that point, and you're getting Russell. You and get you're getting Russell no, I, Wilson. I agree. You're, you're not going to get the money back that you spent on him. Which, like, at least Wilson that way you have like... an answer one way or the other. Yeah. And so, if I were the Giants mm-hmm. to wrap this up yeah. on my end, I would say take Haskins. Uh, it's at least and then a try sure for thing. Russ anyway. Try for Russ anyways. What about you? Just there's no guarantee. It's, mm-hmm. It scares me. I think I think go after Haskins. Go go after Haskins or Murray, whoever you believe is the better quarterback. First one to throw out Murray um, in this one. Nice. Well, because we, were, we yeah. just talked that he was going to go number one. Mm-hmm. We're um, assuming. But if he doesn't, uh, he's still available. Uh, hey, go, John go, Gruden really liked him. Go Haskins or Murray. And I think um, off of that, see what their progression is year one. Because the, the clear thing is that in signing Russell Wilson, it's going to be a lot of money 
and it's going to be a lot of years for a guy who I think is going to be 31 years old. Um, and not saying he's not talented and won't be able to keep up the production, but yeah, he'll be 31. But you could be having a guy in Kyler Murray or Dwayne Haskins if they do play well mm-hmm. on a rookie deal, and we've seen how that well the rest teams how teams have done. Well, you Jared Goff, Carson Wentz, like that is the recipe so far. And the I think Chicago Bears, the Chicago Bears. Mm-hmm. I think that's the recipe so far. Tom Brady. Um, I think that's been the recipe so far. He's, he gets paid like a rookie. Um, oh. I, I was joking. That's fun. Uh, I was I like joking. It, I like it. I, like it. Um, I think that might be a thing because if they are talented, you make the playoffs or you're 8-8, eight and eight, then why would you go out and sign Russell Wilson with cap? Mm-hmm. Go help your young quarterback. That makes more sense. Yep. I think for me, I, I'm feeling like if it was me – I'm going to be bold. Giants fans may not like me. Like, may not like me. Roll the dice. Where I'm going to look. I'm going to look at it, and I'm going to look at three players. I'm going to look at Ed Oliver, yep. Jonah Williams, yep. Juwan Taylor. Whichever one I like out of those three, that's who I'm going to take at six. Or if mm-hmm. like the Lions, because I know Mark and I talked last week where the Lions threw out that they might trade up for a quarterback. Yeah. Or they no. I'm sorry, not trade up for a quarterback. They would maybe take a quarterback at eight. But if a team like the um, Dolphins or Redskins move up. I might say, hey, let's make that deal. But at six, those are the three guys that I would look at and try for us yeah. the year after rather than take Dwayne du- Haskins and go the safe route. I may roll the dice and fans Intriguing. might be angry with me because, I, I mean, you need these and you add Russ and that might be enough to get you over that hump with an offensive tackle, offensive lineman. Or a defensive tack. I think the last option that we haven't really mm-hmm. uh, gone after, I think this will be my final point, okay. is what about Kyle Aletta? I, I'm kidding. Well, the thing I, the reason why I have that like, I mean, I liked was, him, but he's not. I liked him. I, I liked him in last year's draft. I just don't know if he's going to pan out. Like, I don't know if he's yeah. going to be. No, of course. I mean, because I thought I would, be like I would, a re- late round guy that could maybe develop yeah, in a couple rather, years. I think the timelines maybe change. I'd rather have Haskins or yeah, Wilson over Kyle Aletta, Of course, I was just being an asshole. Okay. Well, this is where you guys come in. Let us know what you think down below in that comment section. I Let us know what it. the Giants should do. Should they even go for Russell Wilson or? Will Russell Wilson even be there? Do you believe the rumors from Colin Cowherd? Also, make sure to check us out on patreon.com backslash most podcast. Make sure to rate and review us on iTunes and make sure to follow us on Twitter at Schwarbo at Dave underscore don't underscore tweet at Ricky Widmer at most valuable pod. Before I end it, Sean. You didn't let me give my uh, where Russell Wilson will play in 2020. Uh, the Salt Lake Stallions. He's going to end up in Salt Lake. The Dave's A-A-S. favorite place yes. in America. The yes. He needs some development. He's 5'8". Wow. He's five, eight. wow. <laughs> <laughs> Shots fired, well, Sean Anderson. Thank you guys for watching us on YouTube. Thank you guys for listening to us on podcast services around the world. Mark will hopefully be here next week, but as always. If not, you could always have us yeah. back. As always, have a good day, everybody. Thank you for listening to this MVP podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Most Valuable Pod for more great podcasts. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.